Welcome back, everyone, to the Horror Shed Podcast. I'm your co-host, Jared. We have Brian down there. How you doing today, sir? I'm doing good. Just trying to warm up. Word up. We have a special yes. guest today, too, don't we? Yes, we do. We have a Miss Ashley Pagey, who I met earlier in January, and we're going to dive into a lot of great conversations with her because she has lots of cool stuff that she she does. But before we get to that, let's just talk about who we lost since our last recording. And I had talked to you off air that I felt it was really eerie that when we recorded with Greg and Chris last Friday, we were talking about the Adams family. And then the next day, Lisa Lorning, who's the original Wednesday Adams passed away at the young age of 64. So I know it was crazy. It was very crazy. Uh, we lost another icon in the horror genre today. We lost another horror icon, George P. Wilbur, who, if you are a Halloween fan, he was Michael Myers and not only Halloween part four, but he came back again for the curse of Michael Myers and not horror related, but we lost Lanny Poffo, AKA the genius. If you're a wrestling fan, he was also, I think he might, he was the older, older brother of Macho Man. I'm not sure who was older, who was younger, but uh, again, if you're a hard or a wrestling fan, that's uh, a, another icon that we lost. But I'm hoping, knock on wood, we're going to move away from today and hopefully we'll have a better 2023. So let's get to our very special guest. Let's do it. All right. So uh, we have that? Ashley Pagey, who uh, I talked to her last month, and we'll, that's one of the questions that we'll get into. But talking with her back in January, I was just amazed of all the awesome things she's a part of. So, Jared, let's start it. Let's do it. So you met our world-famous South Jersey Jason on Friday the 13th back in January this year. Yes. What is your first memory of being introduced into this beautiful horror genre? Oh, God. So growing up in a witchcraft home, my mom was very based on just, like, horror movies. Like, it's kind of unnatural. And the amount of murder documentaries is... <laughs> not healthy that I've seen. But growing up, I think honestly, watching a lot of murder documentaries was the first thing she introduced me to because she was like, sit down. If you don't listen to me, this is what's going to happen. Like the world's dangerous. So I was like traumatized at first. But the first scary movie she actually introduced me to was two movies in one night was Ghost Ship and 13 Ghosts. Okay. Surprisingly. I think Ghost Ship has one of the best openings of any horror movie. It was something. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, it was, a, I, I like uh, stories about that like the the ghost ships you know mm -hmm. there, you have like the queen mary and i'm sure there's so many but just that opening scene where the captain just get, gets sliced with the wire like oh 13 ghosts i learned to love it it you know it was uh i don't know it was it was cool i wish we got a a prequel maybe of the backstory of the other yeah ghosts. that would have been too. great yeah yeah for sure so, in speaking with you, and you had just also mentioned it, you have a lineage of witches on both sides of your family. How did you find this out? I started to realize that something was different with me around the age of four. I lived in this house with my mom and her old boyfriend. And at this point, I never met my father. I, I didn't know that side. He was like, I'm out beforehand. So when I'm sitting in the room. I would always see this lady with like long black hair in a yellow sundress. And I would like tell my mom like, oh, there's a lady in a yellow sundress and she plays with me. And I had this, your, your basic horror movie setting too. I had a rocking chair in the middle of my room 
And I remember as a little girl, like watching her rock back and forth in there and just staring at me. But it wasn't like I never got creeped out. It was more of like a comforting feeling. Um, and then my mom was like, I don't know. It's You might be gifted. I don't know, though. It's so young to say because my mom can see the future. And my grandmother saw the future and saw dead people as well. So she was kind of like, oh, it's a possibility. Um, then the one night I'm sitting there and we had this long hallway and the light was always broken at the end. There was something with the electrical, so it's an old house. And I used to roll the ball down the hallway and the ball would come back to me. And I would just do it for hours, just playing with this lady. And then finally, my mom saw her one day and saw the exact description that I was saying. And she was like, okay, this is a little freaky. So we went to our neighbor's house and it was this tiny little old lady. And she brought out the shoebox and literally pulled out a picture of the lady in a yellow sundress with long black hair. She actually committed suicide in my bedroom because oh. she couldn't have kids wow so it was creepy <laughs> so what what um what when she committed suicide what year was that around do you know oh i don't know that anymore no. was it like a very old photo like an old tiny photo or like would you say like 50s 60s probably probably gotta be maybe maybe 50s 50s for sure have to have been okay this, wow. like or maybe 60s because she looked kind of hippie-ish the way her like aesthetic okay. was and um you no longer live in this house, correct? No, she uh, moved okay. after that. <laughs> okay. So now, how can I base my next question? So you obviously could see the other side. So yes. would you say you're like uh, Haley Joe Osment from The Sixth Sense? I see dead people? Um, A little bit, but honestly, the way, the easiest way I can describe it to people is Ghost Whisperer. Okay. Okay. They literally, they, I don't see them in full form. Like, you know what I mean? I don't sit there with conversations with them and like go and have a coffee, but it's, it's like that they come to me for a reason. Like I never go searching. Cause I notice when you go searching, that's when it's like, I, I did that already once before being part of a paranormal investigation group. I've done that. So I was like, right. no. <laughs> and um, I let them come to me naturally now. So I, I guess that's just, do they ever come at awkward times? Like when you're getting your nails done or. Oh, um... Not really. It seems to be the most is when I'm in people's houses because it's always that, hey, I want them to know this. Hey, like I'm stuck in the in-between stage. Like I'm not alive, but I don't want to move on. Like I need you to, you know, tell them to let me kind of go. So okay. it's like I have I'm in that awkward situation where I'm like, hi, I don't know if you believe in this, but <laughs> right, Mary Joe right. and Bob over there just wants to go. <laughs> so <laughs> it's a lot of people like it. I actually offer um pendulum paranormal readings where i can yeah. open up a portal and talk to people's okay yeah books. and that, i believe that's one of my questions that we'll get to in a second but i really want to mm -hmm. talk about your lineage of witches mm -hmm. uh when did you come to find out about that so after growing up i was then in public school uh for a little bit and i would go to like the bathroom and i would hear voices constant voices like whispering and things like that and I would go tell my teachers and like the other students like oh there's a dead person in the bathroom and it caused like an uproar and people were like oh my god did someone die in the bathroom they'd run in there there's no one there so they went to my mom and they're like you know we think your daughter you know is a little crazy like we think she needs therapy and my mom's like no not really because you know this is part of our background like our families like this uh so I was a little confused and my mom would always be like you know Ashley it's good to be open but sometimes maybe don't be that open to strangers. She's like, cause a lot of people could think you're crazy or, you know, you could cause an uproar for people. So 
I think it really, really started to hit home when I turned 16. And I was like, okay, now I'm learning on my own. Now I'm practicing it more. Now I have books. Now I have, you know, I've met like-minded people because I didn't know my other side of my family. I only knew my mom and like my grandma. So I learned a little bit from them, but I really went off kind of full force on my own and practiced like from learning from other people. I was also in a few different covens as well. So I had different people guide me through and then between the panel investigation it kind of just came full circle and I've tried in the past I was like freaked out and I I kind of strayed away from myself and I was like I don't want to be a part of it but it just it, no matter what I did it came back and I was like you know what we're embracing it this is who I am and I'm not gonna like hide it anymore we're just gonna full send it <laughs> now do you like do you have relatives that perhaps were f- from Salem or is it more this area have you looked um, at my mom so our family came from germany and they came over um i do believe that we had some kind of relative in salem if i'm not mistaken but i do know that king charlemagne is our ancestor um i've heard of that name so if you want to refresh my memory who was king charlemagne he was some kind of like royal king back when uh of germany but he was actually also the guy who was hanging witches. Oh, okay. But then back then, there was someone in the family who was, and he was like, I don't want to kill my own. Mm-hmm. So it was kind of like this, what do I do situation? And he actually dethroned himself and said, I don't want to be involved with any of it. And kind of just, mm, the rest is history. I guess he just kind of went into his own thing and lived a normal life after that. Because okay. weird. <laughs> but here I am. <laughs> what's, the, what's the biggest misconception people have about witches? Oh, I get it all the time. The first thing everyone asks me is, one, do I worship Satan? And two, do I sacrifice baby goats in the forest at night? Constantly. (laughs) I guess you do neither then, right? No. Okay. (laughs) So if you had to choose a movie that best resembles the practice of witchcraft, is there a movie that someone could watch? You'd be like, oh, okay, this is what it's about. It's kind of like a mixture, actually, a little bit of a few different things. Like you have Charmed. Mm -hmm. Um, Obviously, I'm not fighting demons on the daily, but their practice, like speaking to past loved ones, bringing them through. I do that with my grandma a lot, which I still don't understand how she's able to do that. Because in the world of like the dead, like you're supposed to pass and you're not supposed to be resummoned. Like once you move on to that higher place, no one can reach it. But some reason she passes through and I, I don't know how she does it I, i'm i'm still very mind blown and i want to ask like other professionals about that because i've never heard of it it's not supposed to happen but i'm thinking maybe because the witch craft blood in her maybe she found like a loophole or something but um i i, I think between that uh, a lot of the potion the spells that they do in that book but then also practical magic uh a lot of the kitchen witchery i do a lot of like potions and okay. like self love candles and crystals and all that so it's yeah which i'm going to talk about a little bit there's so many different movies that kind of like they always hollywoodize just just so that we know you're not luring children in the woods to stay youthful correct okay no i just unfortunately look very young for someone who feels very old (laughs) jad do you have any questions for this um in addition to this question here thousands but i'll continue with this (laughs) (laughs) well if you have any off off the book questions about this one you know question we have let's um i lost it so i'll come back to that (laughs) okay (laughs) you also 
Actually, I do have a question. So everyone brings up the Salem witch trials as like the biggest travesty for witches, which isn't really true. Mm-hmm. Apparently, in England and Germany, they hung like seventeen times the amount of witches. Oh yeah, is that correct? Okay, that's what I th- yeah. I remember reading yeah. that. So when you said you were from German Limited, that popped into my head. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So you also mentioned that you use a pendulum to South Jersey Jason here, and that you have a huge connection with it. Is it a family heirloom, or where did the pendulum come from? So the pendulum is a divination tool that you can either use for yourself as a higher self, like whatever god or goddess you preach to will help you kind of guide you in the right direction, or you can use it to quote unquote open up a portal to kind of connect to the other side, kind of like a Ouija board, but I'm against the Ouija board. Uh, In witchcraft, a lot of witches will tell you that they don't believe in the Ouija board. It's something that you stay away from. It's more of like a cursed object versus a divination. Um, I had my first pendulum i went to a little witch store and um it's called the amber dragon in branchville and i went there and i was talking to her a little bit and i was learning more about it and she i went to like her coven meetings and things like that she's such a awesome like witch mother um and i was like all right but she didn't have them there so i was like i'm, I'm interested in learning because once you connect with that pendulum it's literally your friend for life and there's actually ways to care for it, ways to talk to it. It eventually will retire and stop working for you. Um, and then you have to get a new one. There, there's a bunch of different things with it. Uh, so when I was interested, I went to another shop um, by Milford, Pennsylvania, because that's like a little witch village too. A lot of people don't know that, but it's like, there's a lot of witch things over there. So uh, I go there a lot and you know, you're supposed to have a line of them, like a huge bunch, because you don't pick your pendulum, the pendulum picks you. Uh, so I picked the ones that caught my eye first and you're supposed to like hold it like from one and another and you're supposed to ask it like, what is your yes? It spins a certain way. And then you ask, what is your no? And it'll spin a different way. Um, and then you ask, can I own you? If it tells you no, you can't sell it to that person because it'll just bring you bad luck. It won't work for you. Um, so I went through all 20, but the last one picked me. And ever since then, it was like, I've been spot on with everyone's reading that I've done because I've done a lot of people's readings and I brought people to tears. I brought people to talk to their kids, to their parents. Like it's creepy, (laughs) but it's cool. Creepy at the same time. Cause it's, I'm able to help people with their closure. What I like a lot. Okay. Yeah. And which we'll, we'll talk about that a little later on because that's another question down the line. But when you're talking about your pendulum, I, automatically just thought of uh like the wands in harry potter so did i mm-hmm. i'll be honest <laughs> so yeah. that's, that's okay so you keep it like when you're not using it do you keep it like in a like a little box or some type or do you keep it out like it it depends you have to ask it honestly it sounds absolutely crazy but um there's i have a huge altar on my mantle of my fireplace in my bedroom and I have this like wooden box. I don't even know where this wooden box came from. I found it in my attic. I don't know who it belongs to. And I found it and I was like, this is really pretty. And I cleaned it off and it has all velvet inside. And I asked my pendulum, you know, would you like to rest here? Uh, It's the best way. Cause you have to be very specific. Cause if you're not specific, you're going to get a false reading. Um, So I asked it like, you know, would you like to rest here when I don't use you? And it swung. Yes. So I was like, all right. Um, So I keep it there. And for some reason, it doesn't like the box closed, though. The box has to stay open. So it just stays open all the time on my mantle if I'm not using it at all. Okay. Now, can anyone be a witch or is it more something like you where you had this lineage? 
you can actually have both. So it's like, if you're interested in it, you can walk the path um, for the craft or you could be born into it. It's kind of just your preference. There's so many different terms of witches. Mm -hmm. I'm a free-spirited green witch. So I don't specifically stick to one god or goddess. Um, I do celebrate all the Wiccan holidays and I honor that god or goddess on that holiday. But half the time, if I'm, you know, I even, I believe in God too. So it's like, you don't, there's no right or wrong answer in witchcraft. And that's why it's really cool to meet other witches. Cause there's no set stone. Like you have to do this. You have to do this. Like you have to go on, you know, Sundays and it, it's so natural. And like, it, it, everyone has a different path of it. Um, so, you know, that's just, I guess the best way to describe it. There, there's just multiple different ways of witchcraft and, it's just the path of figuring out what fits your needs the best. Now, how many Wiccan holidays are there in a the year? There's eight Sabbaths. Wow. Okay. I only know the one. That's how, you know, naive I am to the practice. Yeah. So what's the biggest month? Would you say it's October or? Um, I, I guess it depends on your preference, really. I mean, you have, uh, I love Maybon. Um, Maybon's like the fall. Like, because okay. the Sabbaths are meant to be, you honor Mother Earth. And it's like, so, you know, when it's Maybon, it's the last harvest. So you thank Mother Earth for the abundance of food, because now you're going into the death stage of life, which is winter. You don't get a lot of harvest, because obviously back then, you couldn't just go to your local shop, right? Mm -hmm. um, so you're supposed to thank for the crops and thank, you know, Mother Earth for the abundance and the food. And then you'd go through your dark stage, and then you have a Samhain, where you honor the dead, like your past loved ones. Um, then you have, you know, coming around the circle again, now we're honoring the sun, like this different, it goes mostly by the phases of like the month for okay. nature is okay. the best way to describe it. Okay. So we really just said that Christmas is the dark time, right? So we should not celebrate that anymore. Right? <laughs> no, no, you could, you could for sure. Uh, I'm Jared okay. is, Jared is anti-Christmas. Yeah. <laughs> she said so, it. I'm just sitting here. <laughs> earlier, you stated you mentioned uh, covens. So, how did how do you how did you find the covens? Like, is like I mean, now it's easier because we have social media. But going back 35 years or more, there was no internet. So, yeah. how how did you come across these covens? I went to the like local like witch stores for crystals to buy crystals um to also see about like different things to buy in my house like black salt I run out of black salt relentlessly because it's a home protection you put in all your windows uh, I thought that was white salt though that's to protect in a circle for like a oh, Sunday. Okay. Gotcha. But you okay. can use black salt's better but okay. it's a little stronger it's more to prevent like evil so to say gotcha so i stopped that right at my doors no one's gotcha. getting in here <laughs> so you, you put it on you so you do that once a week you said yes every sunday now you have i can see you have animal beds behind you do you have cats do they mess up your your salt lines no, no. <laughs> okay that's good <laughs> they kind of learn to stay away from it they're they sniff it and they're like oh it's salt uh, smells gross oh so okay so it's a deterrent to them so they yeah mess it up okay so with your covens, are you currently with a coven now? I'm not. I actually, I had, I was in one, had left because of COVID, left because then I, it was so far away and I ended up losing my car. Um, and then I started my own and then it became just a lot of people were, 
you know, the timing didn't frame up or we didn't know where to meet because obviously you need like a place to meet up and things. I mean, I started a witchcraft business now and I do plan on opening a storefront where I can host then meetings with people, okay. but I'm not there quite yet. <laughs> it's pretty okay. new. So do you think, do you think the popularity of witches has grown within the past 10 to 15 years with like the, the um, you said the charmed or movies? Do you think it's more popular than it was before? Oh God. Yeah. Oh God. Yeah. yeah. There's the amount of witches that I meet daily is insane. Cause there's the big, uh, in New Jersey, we have the big lunar fair and they sell out at least 2000 tickets every event. So Wasn't that in the land city just not too long ago? Yep. Okay. Which we'll get to in a, in a that's like one of our questions that just mm-hmm. reminded me because my friend actually went to that, her and her daughter mm-hmm. went to that. Um, so what, so when you have your meetings, what would go on during these meetings? Uh, it depends. A lot of it's meditation. Uh, a lot of people think that like, you know, you're doing crazy things, but half the time it's it's really about, um, it's the natural way of life. So instead of me going on all these pills for anxiety, I take a natural route through meditation or through crystal healing or chakra balancing. Um, Cause I, I used to be on medication years ago. Um, and I was, I was never like a suicidal person like that. I, I just had anxiety and I was like, there has to be something I can do to just take the edge off of me to not feel so anxious all the time. And of course, nowadays they're like pills, pills, trial and error pills constantly. And I was like, whatever. And I ended up, you know, having suicidal thoughts and I was open about it. Cause I was like, that's not who I am. And I was telling my mom, I was like, there's something weird. And she's like, take yourself off those pills. Like it was a high doses of Prozac. And I was like, all right, yeah, we're, we're not taking these. And I told him, I said, listen, like, thank you, but no. Um, and that's when I really full force in 2019 was like, all right, I'm taking as natural route as I can. So these meetings, um, you know, she would do meditation circles where all the witches would get in the circle um, surrounding this big crystal, like display that she would have made. Um the one that stuck with me the most was the spiral that she made. It's small crystals going into a big crystal and then going back into a small crystal. Uh, the point of it is that you're supposed to meditate and kind of have an outer body experience of, hey, in life you have small parts, then you get a little bit bigger. You have a great part, but it doesn't mean that it's going to stay that way forever. With every negative comes a positive. So we believe in the power of three. So that's where the whole charmed power of three came okay. from is in the witchcraft community is mm-hmm. if you do three things that are positive, the universe will grant you three times back. Or if you do something negative, negative times three times back. So the whole point of that is supposed to be where you're supposed to go into the meditation of where do you see yourself in life? Where is it going to bring you? So everyone at the end, you can choose to say what you experienced and all of us had a different experience. And it was really cool to hear like everyone's little stories that they had. Like it was so different from mine at least. <laughs> So when the general person think of witches, it's usually a female, uh, but are there, is it, can a male be considered a witch or is that a warlock? It's preference. Some guys call them witches. Sometimes they call them warlocks. It's just really what they like to, a lot of guys are like, warlock sounds cooler. So they they choose warlock (laughs) half the time. When I think of warlock, I think of Julian Sands, God rest his soul. Hopefully he's okay, but we'll we'll see. You've heard about that, right, Jared? Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, unfortunately, you know, but that that was my introduction to the term warlock. Mm-hmm. So, um, 
All right, Jared, you want to go with the next question? Which yeah, because this, this actually fits something I'm going through right now. Right now is Transworld, the haunted attraction convention. It's the biggest, oh. it's the biggest haunt convention in the world, and I'm missing it, but that's okay. Oh. So, oh. speaking of conventions, we also have horror conventions, all kinds of conventions. Is there a convention for witches? Um, not really, but I would love to see one. I would love to see one. The biggest one is probably Lunar Fair. They were the first two girls that, or women that had came together and said, you know, there's a huge population of witches nowadays. I, I mean, thousands. It, it's in the millions at this point. It, and it's not even, you know, some people, a lot of them are just not born into it. A lot of them are like, I want to become. So they'll take their own path of whatever, which way they choose. But there's, it's just cool that there's so many, but I wish that there was a huge convention. For now, I'm, this might come off as dickish, but that's me. How <laughs> many do you think really want to try it, or how many do you think are just trying to be cool? So, it, it's actually it's <laughs> funny. Because, it's funny you mentioned that because literally, there you can tell the difference. Yes. you can tell the difference now, and it's funny. My favorite thing is when I go to any kind of public setting, whether it's a festival or um like a bar or anything uh i have a half sleeve of like my witchcraft stuff and then a girl will come up to me and she's like oh my god like you believe in witchcraft and i'm like yes i i am one and she's like well my zodiac sign and i'm like all right we're done goodbye it's the first thing i always hear is about the zodiac signs and honestly no witch really cares about them yeah i didn't think so so I'm guessing like the wannabes who they come like can you can you spot them a mile away? Like the oh, wannabes? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's your it's the basic it's funny because you have the basic bitch and then it's like in which terms it basic witch, and you have the girls that are like, I'm wearing the amethyst, which is a great crystal, but again, it's your most heard one. They're like, I love rose quartz and I do yoga. And you know, it's 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 so funny. And I'm like, okay, well. What about this that, and the third? And they look at me and I'm like, come on. Like, <laughs> you know, so it's it's funny. It, guys too, though. It's it's constantly a pickup guy for guys too. They're like, oh, you're dark and mysterious, right? And I'm like, no, I I do naked yoga in my backyard. There's nothing dark and mysterious about it. I'm like, <laughs> so have you been to the lunar um what's it called? The lunar lunar fair. Lunar fair. Have you been to it? Oh yeah, multiple times. Yeah. I've, so I've ended there. What? What? Oh, okay. So what can? Now it's open to everyone, really. It's not just mm -hmm. for. So no. what can? If I was to go, what can I expect? Uh, awesome time. Oh, Honestly, yeah? they have a lot. They have the potion bar, which you go up and make your own potion drink. It either sparkles or it smokes. Um, they have different rituals. They have the you can dance around the ribbon. Um, they also only do it on the full and new moon, which there's rituals for that as well um there's endless vending i mean every vendor has a bunch of like really really cool unique things because a lot of it's homemade um and then you have a lot of readers but i always tell people to be weary on readers because a lot of them are scams and i've called them out plenty of times so a lot of readers don't really have a huge liking to me because i call them out <laughs> yeah there's you know you you know us growing up on the jersey shore i'm sure jared can attest to this in Ocean City, they had them on the boardwalk. Atlantic City, they have them on the boardwalk. I remember I was maybe like my senior year of high school. My friend and I, we went in because we'd never done it before. And, you know, the the woman, she had like that accent. And uh, 
I forget what it, I mean, she didn't, I don't know if she did cards or not, but I don't remember, but I just remember, oh, you have a family curse, but for another hundred dollars, I can wipe it out for you. And I was like, oh, no, I'm good. The gypsy special. <laughs> yeah. That's what we called it. The gypsy oh. special. Yeah, yeah. Those people are very annoying because it gives a bad name. Right. To the people that are real and you know are not scam artists but yeah, yeah they used to be at the horror conventions um but not so much anymore i didn't see them at the last one i went to but they were like a fixture at nj horror con mm-hmm. um all right so let's... Uh, we're gonna we're gonna wait real quick i want to continue okay. with this which is okay. have you been to salem Yes, I know Salem like the back of my hand. I actually know Salem better than I know my my own hometown. Apparently so does my wife, but we'll get into that later. Um, So have you been to the Salem Witch Trials Museum? Yes. What is your thought process on them having that in a church? It was weird. I I thought it was awkward. I was like, this doesn't... Because there's no church for witches. So I was like, it was a little weird. And then just they had the creepy red circle in the mirror yes and i'm like you know like that's not what it is like you and i'm looking at it i'm like the pentagram's upside down that's not even our symbol i'm like what are you guys doing like it's wrong um so again i i I wasn't really a fan of that place to be honest with you no it it was poorly done for the amount of money that place brings in i think it could have been a lot better but the fact that i mean these these women were hung because of the church and you're gonna put their memorial in a fucking church oh, like yeah. what yeah, as soon as i walked yeah. up I'm, I'm, I'm like there's thousands of people i'm mean, like why is this in a church yeah oh yeah oh yeah that was like uh i i just finished watching the Dahmer series where they're like oh you know we want to bulldoze the building down but we want to honor those people who were gruesomely murdered there and i'm like why stop doing that to people <laughs> let them rest and just don't leave alone they still didn't build that park no mm-hmm. they never did thank god and i'm happy about it <laughs> uh, that i was wouldn't just, want to be there yeah salem was really cool town and mm-hmm. i i enjoyed it it was a fun time but the, yeah, the, the I, church thing the memorial is beautiful with the giant yeah. slabs of rock for everyone that was killed oh, yeah. and then we actually even flew by where they uh actually hung everyone and there's a nice mm-hmm. memorial now that they just built mm-hmm. like two years ago it took you this yeah. long oh yeah yeah uh, no i don't know if uh brian showed you the picture i actually captured a woman hung in the, one of the trees I don't have that picture. <laughs> Did I not send that one to you? Oh crap! That's all right. Okay. It's, do you want? Do you cool. want? Yeah. Shoot, do you want to talk about that picture? I totally forgot to send it to Jared. Um. Yeah. Actually, the first time I went there, uh, I that those slabs around where you can like honor it. That grass and that tree was one of the most famous hanging trees. Right. Uh, that I found out when I went there, but I didn't know that prior. I just thought it was a plot of land. I didn't know that that's where it was. I was looking for it too, but I was there anyway, so I didn't know. Um, when I stepped on it, I dropped my phone and I was like, I can't breathe. And I started going to a panic attack and I was like, why can't I not breathe? And then I like left and a woman comes out of like a building, like running to me. She's like, are you okay? And I'm like, yeah, I think so. Why? And she's like, She's like, are you gifted? Like, are you a witch? Do you do you feel that? Like, do you feel people died? And I'm like, yeah, strange lady. How do you know this? And she's like, 
well, that's why they hung like the witches. And I, I saw you holding like your throat. The one thing I love about Salem is that everyone's friendly, yes. like overly friendly. Um, and then I turned around and I took the picture and then clear as day, you see her like hanging in a tree. Oh, wow. Like, mm. In the picture. Yeah. Brian, it's in a weird spot. It's like next to a Rite Aid. So like you, unless you know what happened there, it you wouldn't know what it was. Oh, it's wow. not on the beaten track, and like it's not because okay. Salem's like two streets, and then like that's it. And right. Cobblestone, got, yeah, cobblestone, a couple museums, a lot of shops, and then really that's all of the witch of Salem. But then you have to, you can walk there, but you have to get in your car, and then you can't park anywhere. So oh. literally, it's just. They just made it. It's like a big stone circle with the names of the people hung. And so if you didn't know what you were looking for, you wouldn't know what the hell it was. It's mm. like literally you can hit Rite Aid with a rock. Oh, wow. <laughs> mm-hmm. That's that's weird. I wonder if Rite Aid ever has any uh, experiences of like the registers acting up. Oh, or probably. Right? I wonder. The activity. I'm sure. Yeah. Wouldn't doubt it. So, Jared, do you have any more questions about um, witches before we move on to the next topic? Not right now, but I'm sure it'll pop up. <laughs> All right. So, for now, we'll change topics, and we're going to switch it over to your other interest, the paranormal. If you ask most investigators, they'll say that they had uh, an experience that made them want to be an investigator. So, you already had that experience as a young child seeing the the woman. Was there anything else that led you to want to become an investigator? Oh. Um. You know, there was there were so many different d- times. I I think the one that um that really stuck to me is that I ended up there's a graveyard not far from my house and it's very small, very small, and I was always drawn to it for some reason and I never understood why. And when I went there, it was it was like a sadness I felt and all these tombstones were either broken or crumbled in piles and you couldn't read them. It was overgrown and I'm like that's really disrespectful. Like these people are here to rest and like, you're going to treat it like it's like a dumping ground and there was trash everywhere. And it just bothered me a lot. And I randomly in the middle of the night got up and I went there for no reason at all. I was like, I got to go. And I walked around and I was like, you know, I'm kind of like, I'm speaking to the air and I'm like, you know, I'm sorry that you guys live like this. This is really sad. So literally four years go by and um, my mom is hosting a, paranormal like event for our our animal rescue that we run and we had a bunch of mediums and all different people here and this woman goes up to my mom and she's like oh I'm from New York City I'm this person blah blah and she's like I don't want to scare your daughter I don't know if she believes in this but there's a woman Mary that's attached to her and my mom was like oh no my daughter's actually really into it you should go and tell her and she's like okay yeah she doesn't leave your daughter's side and my mom was like all right, cool. So the woman came up to me and told me, and she's like, do you live by a small graveyard? And I was like, yes, I do. (laughs) Like, I've never met this woman in my life, and she was all the way from the city, and I don't live close to the city. So, um, you know, she was continuously talking, and she was like, Mary needs your help. And I'm thinking, how the hell am I going to find this? Like, what what am I going to do? So I end up, she's like, wherever that small graveyard is by your house, you need to go back. And my mom's like, oh, I wonder if that's the one you're attached to. And I'm like, oh, that would make a lot of sense. Uh, So we go on my 21st birthday and I'm walking around. I'm like, Mary, I'm like, where could you be? Like, can you give me a sign? I'm like, "I, I don't know what I'm supposed to do here. My mom's like, do you see anything? And I'm like, not yet. And all of a sudden I felt this like like tap on my shoulder and I turn around and I'm standing on her grave, Mary. Mm 
died in 1811. She died on her 21st birthday. I found her on my 21st birthday. Wow. Um, it's creepy. <laughs> now, was it just like a little grave marker with her name on it? That was it? Um, It was pretty decent size. It's actually the nicest one that's probably there, but it's very much slanted and there's kind of a hole. But I was like, I'm not touching that because like, I don't know if I'm going to get in trouble. And I actually went to our municipal building like a crazy person and complained about it. I'm like, listen, like, you got to do something like I don't know what you guys have to do like or, or hire someone I said but it's really disrespectful you know to those people because I did notice that there's people that put American flags there so I guess that there were soldiers in there too mm -hmm. and it's really sad like those people once served our country and now they're living underground in trash and it, it just bothered me um so they actually did I I spoke out enough and I went to the paper and they actually have it now cleaned and people go there regularly now so it's really nice and you know that's where the the infrared picture comes from right is so that. Jared, <laughs> leading let's, into that let's skip number seven we'll go into eight because that ties into what she's talking about right now gotcha yeah. so right. you were in a book titled the haunting of sussex county and you talk mm -hmm. about a woman named mary can you tell us yep. about mary yeah so that's where it was starting you know to lead up to was right there in that moment when i found her and it just everything hit really quickly and i was like whoa this is crazy um so then I did some research. I went home because I was like, okay, she wants something from me. I don't know what it is, but there, there's something. Because I thought maybe, okay, maybe just cleaning, you know, the house, like the little house area, you know, you know, I, I call it a house. It's not a house. It's a graveyard, but don't her, it's her home now. Mm -hmm. But, you know, I had them clean it up or whatever. And I was like, that could be it. That could be it. But no. And this is where things got really wild for me is that every night I go to bed now I'm very OCD and I'm a huge germaphobe I have things organized like you wouldn't imagine it's unnatural at this point and uh when I would go to bed I'd wake up my room was in shambles just mess and I'm like what the heck so my friend was part of the paranormal group but I wasn't involved in it yet and I asked him I'm like this has been happening for a week and I'm like, I have three, three pound chihuahuas. Like what? they're not going to do this damage. They can't even reach half the things that are being moved. So, you know, that's when he's like, oh, leave a pencil and pen by your bed. Maybe we'll get something. Well, surely enough, the next morning there was a scribble. The room was not touched. And I was like, it, it's unreadable, but hey, we're figuring something out. So I decided to look up research on her because her last name was on it too. And I'm Google searching it. And I found out that her husband and her son were buried there. And I'm like, okay, that's something. So I, of course, going back to the municipal building, these people, I think I'm like banned from there now. They probably think I'm crazy. Uh, I was like, listen, I'm like, it's going to sound crazy. I said, but there's a woman, Mary, that's buried there. I said, do you know, like, do, is there death certificates that I can get a hold of? I said, is there, you know, markers to know? I said, her son and her husband. And I gave full name and date and everything. And they said back then in 1811, they didn't keep records like that. Like that wasn't a thing back then. So I was like, okay. And uh, I brought my pendulum now. Cause I'm like, okay, now the pieces are finally starting to like click with me. And I went there and I was walking around and it was swinging. Like it was going. And I asked her like, do you know where your son and your husband are? And it swung. No. So I was like, bingo okay that makes sense she wants to know where they are because she died first so i was like okay her son died at 18 and then i think her husband was like 24 ish so everyone was relatively young um so i was like okay she doesn't know where they are the next problem i ran into is that these tombstones are in piles of broken stone i don't know how to fix that um 
with no history of the background I, I there was nothing I can do and I told her that I was honest I said Mary listen like they're in piles uh, like of just stone and you know I, I don't know what you really want from me so I went there and I brought her these flowers and I stuck them there these fake flowers and I you know there was cobwebs on it so I dusted it off when I went home I was showering and I look at my finger and that's when the encarpment on my finger came and I'm looking at it and I'm like what the heck is that and I'm looking, I'm like, that looks like words to me. And I thought it was crazy. I, I jumped out of the shower and I'm like, mom, look at this. And she's like, no, those are words. So I took a picture and then 20 minutes later, it was like gone. So I asked my friend Brian, I said, can you put this under infrared or something? And surely enough in the picture, when you blow it up in the infrared, it says pile. And I'm like, oh my God, she's probably telling me that yes, you know, one of them is in a pile, but I without her knowing or me knowing there was like no connection so unfortunately i still to this day never found her husband or son mm. um and the cemetery I, doesn't keep records of who's buried there no there's That's like weird. nothing there it's yeah. so old wow. um and you know unfortunately I, I had to tell her listen like there's nothing i can do uh there's uh, you know they, i'm like you have to have some kind of respect for me here i said because there's physically nothing I said I did everything I could and you know I'm still going to visit you but still to those day after every storm those fake flowers are still vibrant and they've never moved through mm. storms through snow they stay how up. long ago was this probably six years ago 10 okay. years ago okay they're still there and does she still talk to you she lets me know when she's around she moves things okay. in my house <laughs> okay so she attached she's attached to you how do you think she followed you home Probably when I was there, I had forgot to say, don't follow me home. Okay. So I think she was just like, oh, open invitation. I'm just going to go with you. <laughs> so oh, luckily okay. she was the only person that did attach yeah, to really. me. But that so was on my part. How many like um, tombstones are like in, in ru ru like rubble? Is there a lot that you then that's why you can't figure out who's who? A lot. Yeah. yeah. It's a small, it's a small area, but it's, it's probably as big as like, this room would be maybe a little oh, bit wow. okay but there's so many little tombstones like some of them look like just stone like you would just walk on them thinking it's a rock like, oh wow it's so okay. hard to see who belongs where only some of them are upright intact which uh are the pictures i sent you that the right. black and white pictures are that graveyard okay so that was okay mm -hmm. okay yeah. so all how the did pictures you... in the book are that graveyard oh cool so how did you come to be in this book so they uh the woman actually was fostering an animal for my mom and uh, of course you know i have a very gothic aesthetic and all my tattoos and stuff so i i always somehow end up people just asking me questions like oh like what are you into it's, it's always the same awkward conversation for people and they always make it awkward i don't know why it's like they think they're gonna insult me or something but they never do um you know she came up to me and she's like you know um you must be into horror like the way you're dressing and I'm like yeah I am she's like well I, I write books for Sussex County and then some she's like so you know you know have you ever heard of it and I was like honestly no I haven't heard the book um you know but I think it's really cool I said you know I have a connection to the dead and I actually have a story myself and she was like done deal I'm recording you we're meeting up for lunch I'm gonna record you on a recorder and I'm putting you in the book we're taking pictures and there was just history from there she was so excited about it because it was uh one of the biggest stories that had happened like in the area for me oh, oh nice it was really yeah. it was really cool very cool and uh could we be able to find this book like on amazon 
I believe it's on Amazon. I I think if you Google search it, it comes right up. Okay. I think she has a website too. Oh, very nice. You can give her a plug if you want the author. Oh, Eleanor. Her name is Eleanor Wagner. Okay, Eleanor Wagner. Okay. Mm -hmm. All right. So in continuation with the, the paranormal, you had mentioned that you're, you were a part of uh, some groups. So how did mm -hmm. you come to be involved? How did you find them? So I found them because I was friends with the one guy, Brian, uh, and we're still very close to this day. Um, if you guys ever want him on a podcast, I can definitely, he'll, he studied demonology. So like, oh, he there was, you go, Jared. he's, <laughs> he helps me a lot because going into it, it was very different for me. You know what I mean? There was different emotions. I didn't know how to turn off that blocker, like how to stay strong in certain situations. Cause if there's a spirit that someone's attached to, I will feel how they die. And it's very brutal. Um, and at the event, the paranormal event, ironically, my mom was sitting at the table with one of her longtime friends and I sit down and all of a sudden I was like, oh, my heart just started hurting. And I look at her and I'm like, your grandfather died of a heart attack. I was like, and it was horrible. And she started bursting into tears and she's like, yeah, he did. And I was like, I'm sorry to tell you, I just blurted it out without even thinking. Like, it just kind of just hit me because I felt him there. Like he was like behind her. Um and I couldn't get rid of that heart pain. I was like, this is terrible. I'm like, I feel like I'm going to die now. Mm. So my friend Brian, because he's been doing it for so long and he really dives deep into everything. He like put his hand on my back and he's like, I'm going to try and transfer energies here. He's like, I don't know if it's going to work. He's like, but I want to take your pain off of you to me because I know how to mask these things and you don't. So he was able to do that. And I did feel relief. Um, there was still a tightness in my chest though, but the pain wasn't there. But uh yeah, I literally give all my paranormal experience credit to Brian because he was uh, incredible. Like one of the smartest people I think I've met in the world of paranormal. He's done it all. He's went to, um, oh, what was that big war? Gettysburg. He went there. Okay. He's done Greystone. We've went to Greystone. Grace. Okay, nice. Now, so, Gettysburg, right. that's not just anyone can go there. You have to get written permission. So that's- And he that's, did. Yeah. That's nice. He's a high, he was one of the high ranked ones. He- still does it just not as frequently he said that it anybody who gets involved in paranormal um if you guys are involved at all with it it's exhausting and it becomes mm -hmm. very obsessive and it becomes very dangerous if you don't know when to walk away so that's why i don't do it anymore i just let them come to me now. gotcha so what was the name of the group that brian and you were a part of it was central jersey paranormal central jersey paranormal yeah Okay. So you in Central Jersey. Okay. So you mentioned um, Greystone. And what are some of the other maybe uh, places people might have heard of that you investigated? Um, A big one. I don't know about outside of New Jersey, but we went to the Gingerbread Castle in New Jersey. Where is that at? Uh, Hamburg. Ham okay. Where is that at? <laughs> <laughs> so it's in Sussex County. Okay. And it's, it's creepy. Uh, that place still to this day I, I don't like going to it gives me this awful feeling it's constant people watching you so it's why creepy. is it called the gingerbread castle it's literally a gingerbread castle really it's an actual it was for children okay it was so it was like, like an amusement park but it it went bad there was multiple uh, children that went missing there was Ooh. a lot of satanic rituals actually across from it was a nightclub and okay. there was underground tunnels and a lot of freaky things went down, like murders and things like that. So there's so much negative energy there. And every time I go, I just, I get chilled. I have chills right now and I wish you could see them because it was just, 
it's such an unsettling feeling that now there's surveillance motion cameras because people have gone there so often because of how enormous it is. Um, okay. And there's also a factory next to it too, a working factory where it blew up and killed a lot of people too. Damn. We got to yeah. look into this stuff, Jared, and do a yeah. episode on it. So yeah. can you still like get into those tunnels or are they blocked off now? I'm not sure. I believe you can still go in the tunnels. I went through one of them and it was funny because we all have um, the head cams and the mm -hmm. chest cams and things like that. And we're sitting outside this creepy balcony talking and, you know, we we went there. We didn't really go in because all of us were like, no, there's just something uneasy there. Um, and when we sat there, I heard a man say hello to me. And I'm like, did you guys hear that? And they're like, no, we didn't hear anything. Literally that night, he messages me, sends me the recording. You hear a guy say hello. And then five seconds later, you hear me go, did you guys hear that? Oh, so wow. he was like, well, I guess you did hear it, Ashley, because, you know, uh, it's right there on the recording. And that's where that picture was taken, where that little goblin creature. That's oh, the oh so that's like a ginger. I'm like, I'm like, what the hell kind of structure is yeah. this? Because the, yeah. the, it looked like to me, like something out of Alice in Wonderland, like that creature. Yeah, yeah I don't like know that. if you guys are physically able to see this in the camera, but that it's a huge castle. Oh, oh wow. yeah, that is cool. So it now, is creepy. <laughs> so obviously, it's not in business. I mean, is it open to the public for tours? Like, how do you get to go in there? You don't. It's completely closed off now. Someone had bought it, and they want to like build it back into a children's amusement park. But every time someone goes in there, like construction workers are like, no, we're, it's not worth the money. So right. it's just still standing there. And it's so incredibly creepy. I actually did a 24-hour uh, stream on my Twitch. And I went there to show people. And I didn't leave, like, my car. I stayed on the street. Because, again, there's motion cameras everywhere detecting your move. Like, right. it's pretty high tech and security now. So I was like, eh. But I wanted to show everybody because it's such a huge, like, thing in New Jersey. And I was showing them and I'm recording on my phone, like my live stream. And out of nowhere, I'm like, man, I'm like, I wish something cool would happen, like a sound or something. And all of a sudden in the corner, you just hear these chains just rocking. And I was like, oh my God, I started cursing. So I'm like, did you guys hear that? And they played it back in a, in a capture. And I have that recording still. I know I can probably email it to you. Yeah, um, definitely. And you hear it clear as day, just chains. And there was no one there. Like, there's wow. no one on that street anymore. Like, there's nothing. I had there. the same occurrence to me up in Bordentown. I forget where the hell we were at, but we were in a big field. There was like a creek adjacent to us. And we had heard there was some paranormal activity on this road that we were on. And out of nowhere, just like chains hitting like a side of like a, like a, like a, like a, um, like a metal roof or something mm -hmm. and it would you know five or ten seconds and then it would stop and then as soon as we got to like the where the river was the creek it just came out of nowhere and the two guys i were with booked and i was the only one that stayed back and yeah that was that was pretty creepy so um any other um places that people might have heard of or notorious for you like a lot of activity I actually got invited to the Conjuring House. Oh. Um, but I declined because a lot of people who said that gifted and paranormal things will attach to you and it's not relatively good. And I was like, 
I'm not interested. Thank you for the offer. Like they were willing to have a stay overnight. And I was like, So the owners of the house, the current owners contacted you? I don't know if it's the same owners anymore, but whoever it was, unless it's the same owners, I don't remember like the details of it, but I was like, no, I'm good. I'm no. So Jared, is it me or did her screen turn a different color? It's a completely different color. Yeah, I thought it was my eyes. When you showed us the gingerbread castle, your screen is now like a blue. Yeah, it's. It's a webcam one. I'm going to be okay. upgrading to a DSL camera. That's why it's okay. the color. It looks blue, but my room is purple. It makes no sense. Well, no, it just got when you showed us the picture, it just went a different color. So I was yeah. just like, oh, my eyes. <laughs> yeah. well, that's pretty cool. I mean, for you, I mean, so obviously they heard about you from someone. Yeah, so that's pretty. That's like me. It was like, cool. It's yeah. like someone saying, hey, we saw your pictures. Do you want to be a stunt double? We're making this Friday the 13th movie. You yeah, know? yeah. And I just got to say, well, make sure you get the angle right because I'm short. You know? Yeah, yeah, of course. So, yeah, it's cool. So let's let's go back a little bit and then we'll go into the other questions. Let's Jared have some. I now, you can read people, correct? Like when you first yeah. meet them, like you can get a like a yeah. sense. Oh, when, yeah. when I first met did anything did your senses kick in or no so it's funny that you mentioned that because i wanted to bring it up through our messages but i was like i'll wait till the podcast but it's weird i get like these auras um in terms of seeing if somebody's like dead with you it's always a hit or miss i could hang out with you a thousand times and not feel a thing and then that one day it appears because again they reveal who they want to um so when i when i first met you i was kind of like all right, first of all, this guy has, like, this, like, yellow, like, aura, like, very positive, very good energy, like, very, it was almost like an instant trust, in a sense, and I was like, this is really cool, like, this is someone that I can absolutely vibe with, and um, then when we were doing all the photos and stuff, I was like, man, like, there's something paranormal-ish about this guy, but I didn't pinpoint it yet, but I'm, I was thinking, I, I was I was kind of getting the feeling that you might have been gifted like me as well, like being able to see and maybe not know, because I've done that with people, too. They didn't know that they were gifted until I took them places and they were like, I'm seeing what you're seeing. Hold on. And I was like, surprise, you're gifted. <laughs> Interesting. Yeah. Huh. I have to think about that one. I mean, at least I know I'm yellow. That's good. Yeah, Usually, yeah. <laughs> yeah. When I think of yellow, I think of warning. But uh, <laughs> no, yellow is a great sign to have. Okay. Like it's a good aura color. Good. Well, that's that's good to know. Yeah. Um, I mean, the, the only thing I can think of is I've had some things happen around me. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think I've told Jairus this one time when I was living, when I had a house about 15 years ago where, where I was living at. Or I was in the bedroom, and I'm not sure if you're familiar with the old tube TVs, but when you would turn them off, sometimes they would have a flash of light. Oh yeah, oh yeah. Um, and where I was sitting in my bedroom, the the living room is completely dark, and I would see this flash of light. Mm-hmm. I'm like, oh, that's interesting. So I said, let me just set up a camera as I'm sleeping and see if I can pick up on anything, any voices. And I did hear people talking but i couldn't make it out but i always hear voices like as i'm getting ready for bed as i'm like getting you know getting ready i'm in bed and everything like i can can hear people call my name as if 
someone wants to have a conversation. Probably shadow people. Okay. Sounds like shadow people. And I always feel, and this doesn't happen all the time, maybe half a dozen times, Mm -hmm. I see someone out of the corner of my eye. Yeah. And that's really the only thing paranormal. Now, I did have a UFO occurrence where I saw, where I did see a UFO over 20 years ago and we where i live we live by the tech center which jared knows he's conspiracy theorist and thinks there's a lot of things going on over there love that stuff (laughs) um but i legit it wasn't like a it wasn't like a new jet that they were working on unless their jets can hover and don't make sound Mm -hmm. and you know don't have lights and you know Uh you always had that what if scenario what if i just stayed behind and Mm-hmm. went under and said beam me up you know but then i yeah. think about the negatives like fire in the sky if you've ever seen that movie freaky ass movie and i don't <laughs> want to go through that experience but yeah, i don't blame you so as i'm in my jason costume when we were taking photos did i still mm-hmm. have that aura yeah like, yeah oh, yeah, oh, yeah. something about paranormal something with you i was like man i'm like this guy's probably gifted and doesn't even know it <laughs> yeah it's weird because a lot of people again most people are gifted with something but of course what do your parents tell you imaginary friends they're mm-hmm. not real and yeah. you're closing off that third eye where right. it's the innocence you know that is no nah, my parents my, my parents weren't like that my imaginary friend his name was mac and uh i mean i don't remember what we talked about but my mm-hmm. parents they didn't say that you know they yeah. they fed into my imaginary friend you know yeah oh yeah my mom's like oh it's dead people <laughs> <laughs> all right jared uh, i'll turn it over to you for some questions well she kind of answered my one by saying she can't always like <sighs> say if i came to you can you always read a dead one around me or no no okay if anyone tells you that that's bullshit they're lying to you they're gotcha. just trying to take your money at that point because they don't always stay with you they come and go you I know gotcha. they're free to they're free-spirited you know a lot of people always are like what's with me and i'm like don't work that way unless we're doing a summoning right now can't tell you yeah my um, mom went to a medium about 10 or so years ago and he was published in a book and he, you know, because she wanted to speak to my aunt, my grandmom, who had passed away with like three years of each other. And he was like, yeah, your mom's here. And she said to let Brian know she's always with him. I'm like, always with me? She wasn't with me when she was alive. <laughs> but it was really eerie. What really made me eerie was um, he was like, I see, like, she's talking about blueberries. Ask him about that. That day I had a blueberry muffin at work. That was creepy. (laughs) So, yeah. Yeah, some people are legit. I run into a lot of people who constantly, like, they'll pick at you for questions. And they're like, oh, well, this. They try to get the answers out of you without. The problem with people who are readers, the the fake ones, they're so smart that they know how to twist it and read you. That they're like, oh, I can sense a sadness and then the person will give a reaction. They're like, I can feed on this. You know, me, when I'm doing it, I don't ask questions. It's silent. There's nothing. Or, you know, I'll tell them like what, you know, how the process is, you know, but the thing that gets people a lot is that I always can tell with great description what they look like. It freaked out my most recent ex I had, we were laying in bed. He was reading something and I was on my phone and I jolted up and I was like, I was like, Oh my God. I was like, 
Your grandfather died in a red flannel. I'm like, he has kind of big ears. He has these giant Dahmer glasses. I said, and he has a huge smile with like these blue jeans and a black leather belt. And he was like, what? Cause he thought I was crazy. He was not It's well, I'm single now. So that makes sense. But <laughs> there was, um, you know, he was kind of like, how did you know what he looked like? And how did you know what he was buried in? And I was like, Oh, I didn't know. I didn't know all that. I said, but I, I, I see him. He's here. Like he's in the corner watching us. Like, and he pulled out a picture and it was the exact like description. It was, it, sometimes it even blows me away. Like, I'm just like, Oh, calm down, Ashley. Like it's, it throws me off sometimes. Cause it's the, the amount of things that's happened in my house. And then just to other people, like through my personal readings, it blows my mind every time. So I guess, okay, so since you mentioned like a boyfriend, is is that like something you tell them right off the bat? Like when you first, like when you first meet someone? Oh, yeah. I want yeah. them to know all the problems they're getting into before <laughs> being with me. <laughs> so I, I wonder if it makes the, uh, the, the potential suitor nervous. Like you, I mean, like they would, are they, they're probably like, oh man, I got my, my P's and Q's because she'll know what I did today or is that yep. how it is? Like you're it, a, you're like a basically like human lie detector, is. right? It, it is too, because it's funny with my most recent ex, he was doing things that we had agreed that not to do, um, you know, involving like social media and like looking at other women, and, like liking their posts, but he was trying to be sneaky about it. Um, and I, I knew it. I like saw it. And then I asked my pendulum. I was like, is he doing this, 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 this? And I said, yes. And I messaged him. I'm like, hey, why are you doing this? And he's like, I'm not. And I was like, yes, you are. I said, you're lying to me. I can tell. I'm like, you, I'm like, you're literally talking to a witch. You don't think I know this already? So um, surely enough, he tried to be smart, but little does he also know I went to IT school. So, you know, I, I went through his phone and he deleted his Google history, but he didn't know that you have to go into Google to delete your history that you deleted through your save trash for eight months. So I was like, really? I said, so what about all this? And he was like, Oh crap. So it's, it's really intimidating for guys because I always nail it on the head and when they see it. And then when I prove it, they're kind of like, okay, I can't pull a fast one on her because every time, like I just, it's so quick. I will literally be in my room and with all my friends that I have like a human, like face-to-face -face connection with, I can tell if they're having a bad day. Like with my best friend, Chris, I will sit there and I'm like, oh, I'm like, what is he going on right now? And I'll mess I'm like, what's wrong? And he's like, how do you do it? And I'm like, I just, it's just this feeling, this overwhelming feeling of emotion because I'm empathic. So it's it's weird. It's really weird, <laughs> but it's cool. So I, I love it. So you could say it's a blessing and a curse at the same time. Yes. Right? Yeah. As long as you know how to turn it off. Yeah. Gotcha. Jared, do you have any more for paranormal? <sighs> um. So does this hit you every day or oh, just depending on where, yeah, where you're at? Yeah. I really don't leave my house. I'm kind of a hermit. Me too. That's when I fine. Do, when I do, I can tell you it's, uh, it's something. <laughs> Your wallpaper matches the, uh, satanic temple in Salem, by the way. Oh, does it? Yes. <laughs> yeah. No, this is actually, um, this is a gothic vintage, like, um, scone thing that I found. It's a wallpaper. It's nice, but I noticed that the whole Salem, uh, the whole satanic oh, yeah. place was covered in that wallpaper. I thought it was beautiful. I, 
I know. They, that's the problem with today's movies and everything. They turn just vintage into creepy. And yeah. I'm just like, like, stop putting the pentagram upside down. It means nothing. It's not satanic. Leave it alone. So that's the big issue I have with scary movies these days is they try to do religion, but they do it wrong. So I'm just like, wrong, <laughs> wrong. I got gotcha. Which is annoying. So do you provide services such as seance or tarot card readings or any kind of readings or anything like that? I do. So I do palm readings and I can offer those online because it's just a picture of like the front and back of your hand. Um, I offer regular for yourself pendulum readings and then paranormal to connect with past loved ones or past friends. But the per, like the paranormal ones have to be in person. And so does the uh, pendulum readings. All the pendulums have to be in person because I have to hold it and the person has to hold it. I gotcha. So with the paranormal readings, I guess that's kind of hit and miss because you don't know if they're always around the loved one they're trying to reach. Oh, no, I pull them in the circle. Oh, okay. Oh yeah, no, I summon those people. They come so right in. <laughs> when you summon them, like, do you see a portal, like, or do they just appear? They just appear out of nowhere. Okay. It's like I'm um, just in the room, and then they're there. Hmm. So if I wanted to come to you, not so much for past loved ones, but like, could you tell? Could could you do you do services like where you could say who you were in a past life? Um, it could answer it. Yeah. The only thing you can't ask is like when will you die or when will my pet die or when my loved one die because i don't like to know about that (laughs) well it won't answer you it'll just stay straight it won't swing any which direction because again in the world they believe in that whoever you reach to it that's the time that it's supposed to happen right yeah i I was always because my mom when she went to that medium he could tell her like who like not so much a name but like what error she lived in or how she died i always thought that was kind of interesting like i always um i always i don't know i'm a a big fan of like the wild wild west so i was like always Mm -hmm. wondering if that was like one of my past lives and then be cool (laughs) yeah i mean i always envision myself riding like billy the kid or jesse james but another thing you know um i have a big love for charlie chaplin Mm -hmm. and when i saw the movie I became fascinated with him. Like I wanted to read everything I could about him. And then my mom's like, I feel like you're like the reincarnation, you know? Like, oh, that's cool. Yeah. Well, I mean, Hey, Charlie was a ladies man too. You know, hey, there we go. But no, I just love that era of Hollywood too. Mm-hmm. You know, it's just, cause that era of Hollywood just fascinates me with all the, the mysteries and, and the cover ups and whatnot. But, um, oh yeah. Now, I'm sure you get this all the time. This question just popped up to me. Oh, if you can talk to to the dead people and see things, how come you don't play the lottery? Like, Because it's different. That's the thing. Um, that's just, I guess, just if you're lucky. I'm not that lucky because, well. Is it bad juju, though, if you have those abilities and you yeah. know what the number? Yeah. 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 If you use it for personal gain, yeah. Again, it goes back to the threes. You know, if you do something selfish, it's going to come back at three and get you. So, you know, I always tell people when they're like, the number one thing is people are like, oh, I want spells for money. And I'm like, well, that shows greed. And that's, you're going to get in trouble. You'll either lose your bank, you'll lose your car, your house, like something bad will happen. I'm not going to tell you. So I I could come to you and say, hey, I'm having back pain. Do you have anything that you could do for me to help with that? There is services that you can do for it. Yeah, there, there's um, not so much 
there's there's a how do how do I put that? There's a natural healing that you can do with certain crystals and certain different energies. Like, for example, my um a bunch of my friends who are female, when it's that time of the month for them, they get the very bad cramps and lower back pain. And, you know, they're dying. And, you know, I'm able to, and it's it's really crazy too. And I wish you guys were here to experience it because it would be so cool right now. But I'm able to heat up my right hand like by myself. You're like the human torch. It's weird. It's it's That's... it's cool though, because I'll clench it, not like a ball, but I'll clench it like that. And if I focus, I'll feel it heat. And if someone puts their hand there and not touch my hand, you'll feel the heat oh, wow. radiation. And I usually will put my palm there on somebody and I'll go into like a meditative state and I usually help with their pain through that. Mm. Does it always work? No. Obviously, if someone's bleeding out, I can't like magically snap my fingers and heal it, which I wish I could, but I can't do things like that. But in terms of like back pains or like, you know, things like that, there, there's definitely crystals. There's yoga, meditation, breathing techniques. It, it all comes hand in hand. It's its really like just a natural way of living when it comes okay. to witchcraft. All right, Jared, do you have any more questions before we wrap Like this four up? billion, but um, <laughs> so say someone wants a reading of a dead loved one what would you normally charge for that because i could cook really good too i mean <laughs> so, so honestly um i it, it depends on how long the session goes i'm usually very like easy going i usually say for the half every half hour would be thirty dollars um just because you know there is that potential like, for example, if someone doesn't come through, I don't charge them. I'm just like, no, listen, I'm sorry. Like, I'm not going to, I'm not going to charge people. That's the one thing I don't like about people is that they're very expensive. Um, even with palm readings, simple palm readings, they want like $40. I charge five. Like, it's, it, I don't understand why people are charging so much. Like, there's, there's zero reason to charge that much. The reason why I do 30 for 30, kind of, is just because it, it does take a while. It also affects me because I can feel how those people like pass or you know things will move in their house I'm able to bring them closure there, there's a lot to it and sometimes I'll start shaking like and I have to stop so because I'm overwhelmed or stimulated with it so uh that's usually what I do but I mean the longest I I've sat with someone was for four hours and it was a. Uh, she got all her questions in because it was for her aunt, her uncle, and her five-year-old son who drowned. So, yeah, it was wild because all his baby toys turned on in the room after I asked mm. him to turn them on. And I was I, I was like, Thomas, the train, and she started crying. It was his favorite toy. Like, I can only break out a few things from him because he was five years old. It was very hard. to. I've never dealt with a child but it was very, it was interesting, but very hard to communicate with. So when you pull them through the portal, how often can you tell how they died? Is it every time? It's almost every time. Okay. And even so, like, say I was to walk into like your room right now, Jared, and say you had like a, a like a, I don't even know, like an aunt or something that like died uh, of some kind of cancer or something. I could walk in and be like, Oh yeah, this is how it was. Like, but it won't always be like that. I gotcha. it, sometimes it's in the, sometimes it's within that circle. Cause I also come with like, I have to put everyone in the circle. Once you're in it, you can't leave it. Like I put salt around, I put crystals around, like where there's a whole experience, but it's never been a negative one. It's always been really, really cool. And everyone has loved it. 
cool. I'll message you after this. We'll, we'll have to talk about some stuff. And I can I can vouch for his cooking too. <laughs> Perfect. 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 We'll have to get together and do some kind of seance. People are gonna think we're crazy. <laughs> That'll so, be fine. Before we go into the last question, we'll let Ashley have the floor. You and I had talked briefly about a fundraiser for October. So mm-hmm. you do an animal rescue. Do you want to briefly talk about that? Uh, yeah, sure. Um, thanks for that. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, we were nonprofit, um, completely nonprofit. My mom is a huge animal lover and so am I. And one day she came to me and she's like, you want to just save animals? And I was like, what? And she was like, I, I want to, you know, I'm interested in this dog. I want to foster her. Her name is Bella. We still have her. And she's like, I want to foster. I want to see, I want to be a foster. So she did. And she fell in love with her and she was a foster fail and it inspired the thing. So we were driving and she's like, I want to start an animal rescue. She's like, but I don't want to make profit. She's like, I just want to, I want to help. Cause Lord, if guys, if I told you the stories of the things I've seen, oh my God, between paranormal witch and animal rescue, we'd be here for years. Um, it's also not for the faint of the heart either. Uh, so, you know, we were saying that she's like, what could the name be? And all of a sudden the song uh, safe and sound came up and my mom's like, Oh my God, safe and sound. So it started. And then, you know, we do random little fun, like raisers to raise money because obviously you need money for like medical bills. Cause we take in abuse and neglect cases. So it's pricey. It's mm-hmm. not cheap. So we do fundraisers for that. Um, so we try to do, you know, obviously for COVID we were shut down for a while. There were, there was nothing we can do. And, you know, my mom loves the creepy stuff and, uh, Actually, with the event that I asked you to be a part of, I believe that that paranormal group that was part of, they want to come back and kind of do like a little like grand reveal again of like, you know, seeing who can still come there. Because like I said, the stories with those guys alone, like we can, what we if it's not a podcast, I'll tell you guys in personal calls because it's incredible, honestly. And, you know, she was like, why let's, let's, let's do the fundraiser for creepy. And I was like, I am down I'm, I'm doing it all and it's cool i actually sent your picture to this local donut shop that i love they do mini donuts and uh they're actually they sent me a picture back they're going to be putting jason's face as a raffle for a big box of donuts with oh, Jason's that's cool. face on it so that was really cool they're going to donate it as a raffle and i was pumped i love this place it's really cool um nice. i think the last thing i wanted to bring up to you guys before like you guys obviously are closing out is do your research on colby's mansion in byram new jersey in byram new jersey yeah if you want to talk about some real messed up things oh all right definitely definitely take a look at that i'll look that up before i go to bed with my reading material to help me fall asleep (laughs) it's hard to find articles these days but it's shut down again Oh, nice. Okay. Um, But just real quick to go back to the fundraiser, we set the date for October 7th, uh, which is a Saturday. So save the date, everyone. And uh, Jared won't be able to partake. Brian, you got that one. (laughs) (laughs) He's he's a haunt reviewer. So September, October, those are his busy, busy uh, months. That's another Uh, question I have for you. Um, To be in kind of the same area, just a couple hundred, like 50, 100 miles apart do you go to any haunted attractions in the off in the season um i don't like fake things jumping out at me i have a habit of hitting and like shoving (laughs) 
Um, so I try not to. Understood. Uh, I did go to the Paranormal Circus. If you guys have never been oh, there. Oh, I, I did that. Yeah. The, highly recommend. Very, where did you very go fun. and see them? Uh, Rockaway. Okay. Yeah, I went, uh, I think it was 2019. They were in Mays Landing, New Jersey, and we got like ring ringside tickets and everything. Oh, yeah. And Same. The, the story was, their theme was um, vampires. So I don't know if it mm. was different for you, but yeah. man, was it great. And yeah uh just like the audience interaction like before during intermission but just the the athleticism on these people to do these various things and the storytelling was great too oh yeah uh, the music was great um all right Fun. so last last question and we're gonna let you have the floor so we talked earlier about you you make uh items available for people for healing and whatnot i recently saw that you did like a bracelet that helps with anxiety and depression if i wanted to like look at your inventory do you have an etsy store for these items i don't yet just because i started it just recently i actually funny enough when i i met you i became friends with uh one of the shop owners there in Blairstown. And On Main hosting, Street, correct? Yeah. They're yeah. hosting the New Jersey Witch Fest. So I'm vending there the first time. Oh, when, when is that? That is the 12th of this month. Oh, it's gonna be, where's it going to be at, though? I believe some kind of, like, uh, some kind of building or something they rented out. But it uh, maybe the pretty maybe, big. Uh, the only, is it, so it's in Blairstown? Yeah. Mm -hmm. the, only thing I can, the only place I can think of is the Legion Hall. It could oh. be there. I okay. have to look at the. She just sent the like the address. I I never looked it up yet to see like where it is. But I was like, oh, it's in Blairstown. So it's next fine. time you go to Blairstown, you should check out the old cemetery there, um, next to uh, right on Main Street. It's uh, if you go to Annie's Arches. So okay. if you um, are coming from the diner, walking the back alleys, and you get on Main Street, take a right, and once you pass the arches to your left, you'll see Blair Academy in the foreground is the cemetery now it's creepy looking it has uh, actual john uh john uh blair no oh, what's his name uh i forget his first name but the founder of the town he's buried there oh wow and it was very creepy because my first time going there they have a wheelbarrow with a shovel in it and a hole they never and it's still there i think they never finished digging the hole kind of creepy mm -hmm. but um it's just like i like going to the old cemeteries just to look at the tombstones and everything mm -hmm. but yeah next time you go there you should i mean it's a very steep hill to walk up but oh. it'd, be, it'd be interesting to see what you what you pick up there yeah. i always pick up something everywhere i go so probably something at some point <laughs> Um, all right. So, Jared, do you have any final questions before we let her have the floor? No. I'm going to ask her some things once we hang up, though. Okay. Real quick. Um, <laughs> sure. So, now the floor is yours. So, if you want to promote any of your social medias, you are on Twitch. So, if you want to talk about that, be our guest. Uh, yeah, that is my main job is Twitch. Um, I do have actually some Twitch clips of the paranormal activity that has happened in my house. I've actually heard this god awful i pushed that thing right out of my house i don't know where he came from but and during my live i heard this crash behind me and i went out into my living room and my metal stand fell over and all glass broke mm. and i was like all right that's a little weird but in the video because i'm still alive like it, it would be like how we are now and i come back and all the comments are freaking out and they're like get out of your house and i'm like what happened and we played it back and you just hear this grunt this 
like mm. awful and it was eerie and then you hear it right here in the room and then you hear it walk out my door you hear the creaking of the footsteps because my floors are very creaky i don't fix the creakiness in my house i think it's funny because i think it's like a haunted house so i don't fix it so you hear the creaking walk out to where i was and that's on my my twitch clips um but yeah also jared i do get some vibes from you I'm not gonna lie I'm not gonna lie all right, what, what kind of vibes we deal with here? <laughs> um, well, probably if I if I was to say anything, whatever you do, don't don't go looking for things that you shouldn't be looking for. And he likes to look. Because <laughs> Jared is a demonologist. I'm not sure if I told you that. Sort of. Sort of. He's he's new. <laughs> a little bit. I heard a yeah. little bit of it, but I, I I got this feeling beforehand of very much intriguement of the other side that i was kind of like hmm that she just told me not to look so <laughs> don't go looking for things that uh leave them where they He's are stumped <laughs> yeah leave them where they are but yeah that's uh yeah, I mean, it's probably ever... it's probably all those damn dolls in your house, Jared. <laughs> yeah, you're definitely a Freddy Krueger fan. I can see that. Oh yeah. Well, his wife's a doll collector, and she's got some creepy ones. Oh, so, God. and she's got a replica. If you ever hear Robert the doll, no, look I him up. Not. He's uh in Keys. Um, what was that? Where's he at? Keystone or what am I thinking of? Key West. Key West. Mm-hmm. And he's a real creepy four foot doll. It's a bear oh. in a in a sailor's outfit. Mm-hmm. So we actually did an episode on him. Oh, so, cool. I'll have to watch that. Yeah, Jared's had a loss of words. I am. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, like I said, um, anytime you guys want any questions or anything, I'm totally here. I have endless stories. I could keep this podcast going for years. <laughs> well, I got to be up so, at 3.45 in the morning. So, yeah, unfortunately. So, that, yeah. um, so, where can we find you on social media, like for your Twitch, if you want to give out your Instagram? So... My Twitch and my Instagram are Ashley underscore pagey11. Um, my Twitch is probably the best way to get a hold of me because then when you go to my Twitch, there's a link tree. Um, I go live on Mondays, Wednesdays, Thursdays, uh, Fridays. I do Fright Fridays where people, we all get together and watch a scary movie or a series and we talk that's, about it. That's cool. Um, and then I'm off on Sundays. So that's probably and this the is best like your, to find me. You said your job, correct? Yeah, this is my full-time job as a gamer. <laughs> That's yeah. living a life right there. What am, what are we doing wrong, Jared? I I tried it's... a couple years ago, no one wanted to watch me. So I went to <laughs> Halloween Haunts full time on YouTube. <laughs> That's cool. That is cool though. Honestly, there's a lot of connections that you guys could probably get a hold of for sure. There's a lot. There's a there's these two YouTube guys called Sam and Colby. They just hit like 20 million subscribers. They're great. They're... On YouTube or Twitch? YouTube. God damn. damn. They're, they're two young guys that go on these things. But what I like about them is that they don't Hollywoodize anything. They're just YouTubers. And half the time, they're like, they're like honestly, half the time we go to a haunted location, nothing happens. I've seen like, them. They are honest. Like, they don't yeah. try to Zach Baggins it. Mm-hmm. They, um... <laughs> oh, was that shots? Oh, well. <laughs> Still good looking, uh, exactly. 
<laughs> so I, I that's what I, he's got going for him his good looks well it was funny hair. do you remember season one he was like a bean pole and then season yeah. two i guess he did seven million curls because yeah. then he, he just had wearing, biceps like, the, uh, almost like the, the jenko jeans per yeah and, uh, the jenko jeans and the, the big cross belt yes oh, and the muscles the, the muscle shirt you know, oh yeah oh yeah the tight black muscle he's, shirt. Oh, he's selling some someone's camaro shit who owned it it was a serial killer or someone. I just saw it on Facebook today. He oh, owns yeah. some notorious guy's Camaro and he's selling it. I'm like, why are you selling all this stuff, Zach? Makes me wonder. He's got nowhere yeah. to put it. That's the problem. Yeah. Well, Sam and Colby actually did a YouTube video at his place in Las Vegas, his I, museum. I was there. That place is creepy. Yeah, no, yeah. I was like, nah, good. Because, like, you, you, you know, that's there. the thing about spirits. Like, spirits can tell who can see dead people and who mm. can't. So that's the one. Like, if I go in a group and like I'm the only person, like, nah, I don't want that. <laughs> that's you can keep that in your little dupic boxes and your little <laughs> contraptions. I'm good. Keep your devil chairs, your devil cars. I don't mess with that stuff. <laughs> I just help people with their families and there sometimes their pets. Yeah. Oh, okay. Uh, oh gosh, you would have me sobbing at my pets, then, man. Probably. I've lost so many great ones. So, Thank all right. You. Well, Jared, if I don't have any more questions, I think I asked as much as I can think of right now. Me too. Yeah. Me too. That's a lot. Ashley, thank you so much for coming yes. on. Don't hang up right away. Thank you away. for having me. Oh, of course. Yeah, this absolutely. was a blast. Yeah, yeah, no, this is a lot of fun. We're going to have to do a part two. <laughs> yeah. Definitely. There's a lot of different, like I said, Colby's Mansion, for sure. I think okay. we should touch on that and then i could tell you guys my personal stories with my whole family it actually goes back to my grandma's time so oh wow okay yeah it's that's a that would be a really cool podcast i think i wrote right, it definitely. down Woo! well guys thank you guys so much for coming back this has been another episode of the horror shed podcast we will see you next week Halloween 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 Halloween.